0: Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you.
1: Welcome again to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. My name is Dan Carson, and I'm thrilled that you've chosen to download and listen as we continue the conversation about student ministry. I am so thrilled that you've been a part of these conversations. We're closing in on episode 100, and I'm excited about that. I'm excited about all that God is doing in ways that we can connect. And so if you have questions in your life, things that you're struggling through in ministry, I want you to know that we're here for you. Send us an email at info at studentministrymatters.com or connect with us through Instagram or Facebook or even Twitter. We would love to do that. We'd love to connect as we go forward. Now, in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about connecting and loving on our own families during the holiday season. Before I get to that, I want to share about our podcast partner, Central Baptist College of Conway, Arkansas. I was so excited to be there and to be a part of their Christmas program just recently. I had a chance to hear their band and choirs share, and it is fantastic. God has been doing a big work in their instrumental music program over these last few years. And it is so exciting to see how it has blossomed and continue to grow. And we had a chance to hear from some of those things. But Central Baptist College is a great place for you to point your students toward. It is challenging, engaging. It is inspiring. It is a place where your students are going to find professors who love them enough that they're going to actually pray with them, pray for them and help them as they move towards whatever vocation they're headed to in life. But perhaps you also are looking to finish up a degree. I would encourage you to contact them at cbc.edu and talk to them about their PACE program. It's a way for you to finish up a college degree and to be a graduate of CBC. And you can be a Mustang just like I am. Uh, I love Central Baptist College, so again, check them out at cbc.edu. As you may have already figured out, this is another solo episode where I have a chance just to share some things that God has been showing me. And I wanted to talk about this idea of family. Last week we talked about creating family ministry opportunities for our students. But one of the things that we don't talk about enough is creating good moments with our own family. We can become so obsessed, so committed, so involved in our ministries. And then in those families that we're connected to, that we will neglect our own family. I think about my own life. Back when my son was a young guy, little bitty guy, back in 99 through 2007, there was a period where I was working in retail and being bivocational. Retail is hard enough when you're in the midst of the Christmas season. But at that position, I worked six days a week. Then on day seven, I would pastor this little mission church that we were working on. It was tough. My wife had to to be everything to my kids during that time, and that was hard. And I missed so many little moments. And so I I struggle at times thinking about how I would have liked to have spent some of those Christmas moments. But when I would work ten to eleven, maybe even twelve hours in the course of a day. And then Sunday, I'd turn around, I'd preach on Sunday morning, I would crash and have a little bit of time to myself Sunday evening, and then just repeat for six weeks. And I'm still, I'm very thankful for those moments. I'm thankful for the job that I had during that time, but man, there are so many things that I could have done, could have said, could have been for my children, and I wish that I would have. So I know that some of you are navigating situations like that. You're part-time, you're bivocational, maybe you're a volunteer, and you feel this overwhelming need to love on your students and to be there for them. And perhaps you're trying to balance out a ministry and a job. But let me encourage you in these moments to be there for your family. You know, my son is getting married in January of 2022. I'm excited about that. He is marrying a great girl. It is a fantastic thing for him. But our Christmases at home together as a family, just the four of us, those are done. Those, that is a period of time. Christmases for 22 years looked one way, and now they're going to look completely different. Did I invest enough in my own children? I hope so. My daughter is still a college student, so she comes home for the holidays. But my son has already moved out. He's moving towards that place where he's going to be a husband, and eventually maybe a father if God blesses in that direction. And so I'm excited for him. But again, those moments are gone. They go very quickly. And so we want to take a few minutes and invest and be intentional and pour into our families while they're there. It's that Deuteronomy 6 principle that we talked about last week as we applied it towards our families that are connected to our student ministry, but we need to apply it to our own families. We need to love on our children, love on our spouse, to make sure that they know that we care about them in big ways. And that means, you know what, we have to carve out time and be intentional with them. If we don't, we're going to miss out on some things and we're going to regret those things. And so I'm not saying... Put aside your ministry, because your ministry is important. That is the life that God has called you to. But what I am saying is you need to be sure to carve out some time. I think about the Christmas concert that I attended at Central Baptist College. My daughter is not quite out of the home, even though she's in college, so you know, it's that situation. She's living there on campus, and then will come back and live about three hours away from the school. But I wanted to be there for her Christmas concert. I had a ministry obligation already that night. I was thinking, how can I do this? But, you know, I talked with my lead pastor about it. He said, no, that's excused. You need to go down and be there for your daughter. And so we made some adjustments, and he was great to work with me, and I'm so thankful for him because I could go, and I could be there for my daughter, and to be there and to be a part of that moment. And that's important for us. We need to make sure that we're putting our children Up at the top of that list, and when we have an opportunity, they're only going to have one third-grade Christmas production. They're only going to have one seventh-grade band concert It's for Christmas. Those moments, they come and they go, and then they're gone. So I just want to encourage you to make sure that you're investing in your families, that you're loving on your families during the holidays. You know, the holidays are full of fun, food, and fellowship. But for those of us in youth ministry, we can neglect those closest to us if we're not careful. We have those concerts to attend, parties to plan, service projects. All of those things take up our time. It's important, especially if we have little ones in our home, to make sure that our spouses and children understand how important they are to us. We only have 18 to 20 or so Christmases in our homes with our children. And time flies by in a hurry, and it's gone. Now, again, let me make it clear. When I refer to family, especially in this conversation today, I'm speaking about your children and your spouse. For those of us in ministry, we ha- may have to sacrifice the trip to our aunt or to our grandmother's house because of Christmas ministry opportunities that are going on within our own context. This is the life and work that God has called us to. However, as pastors and student ministry workers, we have been called to be disciple makers in our own homes. And the only way to disciple our families is to make sure that they know that we love them. So, how do we do that? How do we make sure that our family knows? Well, here are a few ways for us to show love to our spouse and to our children during the holiday season. That's what I want to get to today. I just want to briefly share some ideas, and I'd love to hear from you on our Facebook group if you'd. Chime in and saying, hey, for the holidays, one of the things that I always do with my family is this: those traditions, those things that you've created in your home, in your situation. Now, I don't speak out of a place of expertise. I'll tell you. I have made mistakes with my kids. As I mentioned, for a big chunk of my my children's earliest years. I had to be working during that period. I didn't have any choice. I couldn't whittle out or carve out some different time for it. That was That's where I was. That was the season of my life. And you may find yourself in that same sort of place. But be sure that you take some moments and that you carve out, that you're intentional with your family. Even if it is you get home from work, you grab the kids, and you throw them in the car, and you all go look at Christmas lights. That's one of the many ways. Carve out a night to look at Christmas lights. I know that in Fayetteville, Arkansas, the square is just lit up. You could take your family down there, walk around once or twice, and you've seen it, and it's great, and it's a moment, and those kids and your spouse will remember that you carved out some time. There are some other ways. One is that you can go through an Advent series together as a family. And There are a number of these out there. They're devotional guides. They're ideas. They essentially help you think about the birth of Christ and all of that leading up to December 25th. And again, there are just a number of options out there. Orange Curriculum has a great uh, social media kit that I actually invested in for our church, and you can find that at, on Facebook at Calvary Baptist Fayetteville or at our Instagram, Calvary Fay. It is just a way for us to be able to to share with our families and to share with with others that want to chime into those things and invest in those. You know They're not long, whether you read something out of a book or whether you do one of these little ideas that they recommend. They're great because they are ideas that the family can share in and get closer as they celebrate the season. What else can we do? Well, number three, you can take your family to a Christmas concert. This past Sunday, I had the joy of going to the Singing Men of Arkansas concert in Springdale, Arkansas. It was great. These are men primarily who are 50-plus. I looked at some. There were maybe some that are younger, uh, maybe just a couple years. Uh, But these are men who love to sing, who love to worship, who invest in, in their time and energy. We heard some instruments. It was great. But it doesn't just have to be the singing men of Arkansas. It could be that you take your children and family with you when you go watch one of these High school band concerts or the high school Christmas concert that you take your family and that's a part of it. You bring them with you to those moments. Now, it could be something completely outside of school, outside of your students, but take a moment. Enjoy the music and some of the tradition of the holiday. They're great. And so be sure to, to do that. Number four, choose a Christmas movie to watch together. Now, I love A Christmas Story with Ralphie's Pursuit of the Red Rider BB Gun. It's not one of my family's favorites, though, and I'm sure that you can find one out there for the whole family. Whether it's Home Alone, Elf, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas, or It's a Wonderful Life, there are a lot of fun choices. And make a night of it with fun snacks. I think about... Uh, A friend of mine at Temple Baptist Church of Rogers, she would always have some sort of fun night, movie nights, with her kids. And so she would have snacks that would match those movies. And it was just fun to watch on social media. She would post pictures, and they would have this or that, and it would fit together with it. So get creative. Get your spouse to help you in that process, but carve out the time. And that's really what is at the heart of all of this. The common denominator is that we intentionally give our families time. One of the biggest mistakes that we can make with our families is to simply let life happen. We must be intentional and give them time. For our families, time equals love. That means that we put it on the calendar. Again, over the years, I've often failed in this area. I wasn't intentional. I didn't choose rightly. Do better than I did. Don't miss the opportunities. Give your families time and show them love during this holiday season. Well, that's my word of encouragement for you today. As as you go through this holiday season, there's a lot of things happening. Again, there are Christmas parties. There are events. There are ministry opportunities. There are all of these different things that go on. And I just want to encourage you to... Invest in your biggest ministry, your most important ministry, that ministry at home. I don't want us to fall into this trap where we say, it's, it's got to be my family or the church. It's not either or, it's yes and. Those things work together, but make sure that your, your family knows that you love them. Make sure that they understand that you are investing in them. So that when that four-year-old of yours turns 16, you can have conversations that are more than just, huh, hey, how you doing? That sort of thing. You want to build a lifetime of connection in moments when they're younger. And so, again, that's my word of encouragement for you today as you head in towards Christmas of 2021. I can't believe they were already there. And they were looking at 2022. Insane. But you know what? These past couple of years have been hard on everybody. They almost feel like they've just flown by. And we keep thinking, well, it was just, no, that was two years ago. I mean, it's that constant thing that we struggle with. And so I just want to say, I love you guys. I care about what's happening with you and your ministry. I just want to encourage you today to love on your family and make sure that they know that they are loved. Make sure your students know that too because some of your students are heading into a time where they don't necessarily have the greatest of moments because their families are a bit uh, troubled. That might be the easiest way to say it. So if you have opportunity, invite a student along in this process. Love on them. Pull them into your family if they need that. Be there for them. We do all these things because student ministry matters.
0: Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.